This is the Ryder and Lisa Replay. Brought to you by Action Furnace. Fixed right or it's free. What's going on? Well, nothing. Tell us. I may have had a tweet faved by... John Cena. Kevin Costner. John Cena followed me on Twitter this week. Yeah, and then another radio host replied saying, it's not a big deal, he follows a lot of people. Ugh, that's such a other radio host (laughs) thing to say. I wish John Cena followed me. That's sweet. Okay, so another celebrity. You're just getting all the attention from celebs. Having a big week, yep. Who was it? Come on, the suspense is killing us. His first name's Kevin. Costner. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. Why? It's probably an accident. You know, he's getting up there in age. What? And he's probably just, he probably had his phone in his pocket, but he didn't close it properly. Wow. Thanks a lot. Well, does he follow you? No, he doesn't. Well, there you go. It was an accident. What are you showing me right now? Kevin, that is not the real Kevin Costner. Why? How do you That's know that? That's a fake account. How do you know that? Because it has 200 followers. 76 followers. Oh, following 200. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. That is That's the not saddest him? thing I've ever seen. What if that guy's name is actually Kevin Costner? It's not. He's pretend. The profile picture is Kevin Costner. No, Joe Pesci. It's a picture of Joe Pesci in the. So you're trying to tell me that I need better glasses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like, there's nowhere that says 200 followers there either. I hate to call you out, oh, but. Oh, no. I'm so blind. <laughs> We're asking you about times you've been lost. Heather says, does being lost in Ikea count? Yes. It does. It's happened to me a few times, too. Thank goodness for the arrows. Even with the arrows, I'm like, this doesn't seem right. (laughs) (laughs) 780-784-7107. Lindsay says, I got lost in Terwilliger. After about 15 minutes, I finally had to turn my GPS on. I always have mine on, and I've been born and raised in this city. I still need it. It's wild to me that like we'll be at a major intersection in Edmonton and you'll be like, where is this? What is this area? I don't think I've ever been here. This is White Mud and Calgary Trail. Kane, uh, <laughs> Kane Brown is a country singer and I'll never get over the story of him calling 911 because he was lost on his own property. You know you have too much money when. Yeah. Yeah, he bought a huge piece of land, and uh, it had a little, like a little river that ran through it. He was down in the woods. <laughs> he got lost. Couldn't figure out how to get out. Uh, sir, whereabouts are you? Well, I'm actually at my house. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, this story is getting some traction, and it is wild. A man was lost for a full month in the Amazon. So he got separated from his hunting group. I can't imagine being in the Amazon Even if I was with people, I'd be so scared. What is lurking behind all of the trees? Mm -hmm. But if you're with a hunting group, I mean, you'd probably feel fairly well protected. Yeah, that's true. Uh, But yeah, this guy ended up dislocating his ankle. He was bitten by multiple creatures. He had to hide from jaguars a few times. And he even got in a fight with a pig in the Amazon at one point. Uh, But he managed to survive. He, I'm sorry. A wild boar? Yeah, yeah. He got in a fight with a pig is what it says in this story, but I would assume it's some form of wild boar, yeah. This will be the longest who has ever survived on their own in the Amazon. As far as documented stories goes, Mm -hmm. there's a couple people who have made it a week who managed to end up lost in the Amazon, but this guy was uh, a full month. He lost 37 pounds, and he is back safe 
and under a roof now. I wonder where he was living in the Amazon. Maybe in one of those platypodium elegans or whatever they're called. Those big trees with the holes in the trunks. Yeah. yeah like, where do you hide from a jaguar at night? I have no idea. And the other thing I was thinking of is do you go up a tree, but then you look up the tree and there's snakes on it. Like, it's just everywhere <laughs> you'd look, I'd be terrified. Yeah, like I wake up sometimes with a bite and I know it's a spider. Like an innocent non-poisonous spider. Imagine waking up and being like, well, I don't know if this is going to kill me. Yeah, what a ride. Mm -hmm. Lindsay texted saying, he lost 37 pounds, huh? All right, the Amazon, got it. Oh, good one, <laughs> Lindsay. Uh, I've been lost before. Me and like my extended family, <laughs> we had this um, plan to go on vacation together, but my mom and I got into a huge fight the night before. Okay. And she sent me up to my room, which is up in the attic, and the next morning I wake up and the power must have gone out or something because everybody was gone without me. Where was this? Well, it's just a story of like, wait, that's the wrong one. Damn it. I was trying to tell the plot to Home Alone, but I meant to do the Lost in New York one, but I went with the original Home Alone. So now my joke is ruined. <laughs> I was like, where did you live in an attic? That's what I was wait, stuck on. <laughs> we did get to the airport, but I got on the wrong plane and I had my, my Walkman on when they announced that we were going actually going to New York instead of Paris. Damn it. Getting lost can be really frightening. Oh, absolutely. Especially when your phone's dying. Or like pre-phone days. Pre-phone lost stories. I, or when you lose your kid. How scary mm -hmm. would that be? My mom always had to go talk to the security at Safeway and get get them on the speaker. So embarrassing. So embarrassing. Lisa Evans, please come and see your mom. One time my sister was hiding in the grocery store. And when my mom found her, she was hiding underneath one of the tables that has the pastries on it. And she had eaten an entire sleeve of Bubblicious. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Oh, so embarrassing. The scariest one I had was uh, like in my adult life, I tried to take back roads on Christmas Day to get home from uh, like a couple hours away. And this was pre-phones. Yeah. Well, I didn't have one yet. Yeah. Most people would have at that point, but... Um, and I, yeah, uh, loser ended up caught on these back roads that slowly turned into oil roads. And I was worried my truck was going to get stuck. I hadn't seen a farmhouse in like, I don't know, 15 K it was minus 30. I didn't, wasn't dressed probably. It was terrifying. Yeah, you, were you convinced th that it could have been your last day on earth? I didn't know. Yeah. Like if I would have gotten stuck. I don't know what I would have done. I think I would have tried to ride it out and hope that an oil field truck. Oh, man, that's so scary. Yeah, it really was. So if anybody has ever heard of Senlac, Saskatchewan, don't drive in the back roads around there. Sorry for calling you a loser for not having a phone when all your friends probably did. That was really mean. No problem. That was the grind that I had to do to make it in radio. I started in the small markets, no money. I couldn't afford a cell phone. Look at me now. At I can you. still barely afford a cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> 780-784-7107. Hit us up with your stories. Uh, yours isn't about you getting lost, but rather something getting lost. So I went to West Ham's Mall, and I parked my car near the water park. And so I'm wandering around, whatever, having coffee, and my buddy's like, hey, can you come pick me up? Like, Absolutely. So I go pick him up, and I park by the HMV. So he's like, hey, we should get going. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. We should go. So I come outside of the water park entrance. And I'm like, where's my car? Oh, my God. Someone stole my car. 
oh my God, oh my God, okay, I need to call the police. So I call the police, and then I call my dad, and my dad's like, are you sure you lost your car? I'm like, yeah. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, oh my God, I picked him up and parked over there. So <laughs> it wasn't really like a lost thing, but it was more of like... Yeah, your car lost got lost car. for a bit. <laughs> yeah. Man, talk about a joke backfiring. <laughs> yeah, probably one of your worst pranks gone wrong. Well, it wasn't even like specifically my idea, but... It was the contractor's idea. Apparently, I had a root <laughs> that was growing through my plumbing or something. So yeah, that's what happens when you have an older house with lots of big, beautiful trees in the area. They're, you're bound to have some sort of leak. Yeah, we had a uh, water backup issue. Plumbers were over there yesterday. Meanwhile, we have your brother-in-law, mm-hmm. who's our contractor doing our kitchen renovation. He's the best. He is the best. He writes me and says, should I mess with the new roommate who's living downstairs or with Lisa by putting a bucket in one of the bathrooms saying, like, use this if you really have to go? Yeah, because we weren't allowed to use any water yesterday for some time until the plumbers came in yeah. and fixed it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's hilarious. So, like, he had to go to Home Depot anyway, so he bought a bucket for this prank. <laughs> one of put, those classic orange ones. You know which ones we're talking about. Put a roll of toilet paper on top of it. Put an X with painter's tape on top of the toilet saying, don't use, use the bucket. Which, wouldn't you just use the toilet but then not flush it i guess yeah the plan was to mess with somebody yeah not actually have them like just have a reaction yeah yeah somebody use the bucket somebody use the bucket without a garbage bag in it took a dump in (sighs) the home depot bucket Mm -hmm. closed the lid yep and now isn't saying anything and i have a feeling it's you why would i use the bucket well what if it had an x on the toilet you always seem to get stressed out, you say, using other people's bathrooms in case you plug the toilet. Yeah, so, why, so why would I use... Sorry, that's kind of a personal story. Well, it was one time. It was a house party. It was, yeah. a, it was a housewarming party. And you say you still have flashbacks from that. Well, I still owe her for the plumbing bill. Okay. So we really actually plugged. shouldn't be talking about this because I'm hoping she forgot about it. This was like 10 years ago. But you say that like that's one of your biggest concerns yeah, when you like, use a new bathroom is that things aren't going to go well. Well, you don't know the toilet. Right. You have no relationship with this toilet. You don't know if you're going to get along. And the long flush the stresses long flush, you out. And remember being a kid and using another home's bathroom, you flush and the water just keeps getting higher mm-hmm. and higher and you're sweating. You're so nervous. It is an embarrassing thing to have to be like, hey, I don't know what's wrong with your toilet, but the so, water's not going down. This is why I think you might be the bucket bandit. Don't call me that. Please don't start calling me that. Buckets? I've got plenty of nicknames for you. Remember when all I was eating was the Costco container of potato salad and you were calling me Spud Jug? Spud Jug, yeah. (laughs) Now you're going to be called Poop Jug. It wasn't me. You promise? I promise. Oh, I feel like (laughs) if the listeners could hear your tone there, which they they can. They did hear it, and I think they are on my side. Okay, quick uh, two-minute poll at 780-784-7107. Is Lisa the bucket bandit? We're not doing a poop poll. (laughs) We're doing a poop poll. That's immature. You and Tim, that's the contractor's name, you guys are the problem here. You're immature Mm -hmm. setting up the bucket to begin with. Odds of someone using it? Low. No. Low. Anyway. Who all was in the house yesterday? Let's play a round of Clue. Okay. We had who at the house? A new roommate. New roommate. Who did give a hint that he's often used buckets while working in the oil field. But, but he also said, 
you have to use a bag. Yeah, you put a garbage he's bag in it. He's worked in the rigs before. Mm-hmm. He said he's made the mistake of not u- using a bag, and he got bullied so much. So I feel like if he were to use the bucket, he would know better. He would ask for a bag. So there was no bag in the bucket. So that, to me, means wasn't him. Okay, well, everyone on the text line think it, thinks it's me. It wasn't me. Okay. Uh, and also, I had a buddy who picked something up. Yes. He got uh, ordered to the house and, and was in the house for a bit. No word yet if he used the bathroom or that not. I think that's the answer. I think that's who used the bucket. Mm-hmm. You don't think it was you? I, I know it wasn't me. Okay. And I refuse to have this a lingering what if with this, our listeners. Yeah, because speaking of lingering, I wish you would have cleaned it. I would clean it if I was the person that pooped in the bucket. Okay. I have a feeling you did it, and now you're trying to pin it on me like you did it on purpose to be like, ha ha. No, I wouldn't have done that. True, because then you'd have to have a second bucket. Disgusting human. Double bucket. That's your nickname. (laughs) Don't call me double bucket. Who done it? Who who do did it? (laughs) Lindsay says, were there other workers there? The plumbers. The plumbers were there. There were several plumbers in the house. But they can fix the toilet and then use it. Let us know who you think did it. Brought to you by Cal Mustara, your real realtor with Maxwell Progressive. We are joined by Caller 7 today. Kendra is ready to win some money. You've been trying to get through for quite some time, but this is the first time actually getting through as Caller 7. Are you ready to win some cash? Absolutely. I'm so excited. Okay. Here's how the game works. You're going to pick either Lisa or myself as your teammate. Your teammate will leave the room. We're going to give you five words to tell us the first word that comes to mind for each. We'll invite your teammate back in. Do the same thing with them. For everyone that matches, it's 25 bucks. Hit them all, and it's $1,000. Who are you rolling with today, Kendra? I got to do my girl, Lisa. Let's win some money on a Yes. Okay, Lisa is leaving the room. Just to let you know, there is a 25-second timer, which I'll start as soon as I give you the first word, okay? Perfect, thank you. You zoned in, you ready? I'm ready. First word is tent. Camping. Yellow. Sun. Laces. Shoes. Bank. Money. And seven. Eleven. Ooh, interesting last answer. I like that. Uh, Lisa might be able to get that one. I like that. All right. <laughs> Welcome back, Lisa. She did Ow. great. Oh, I just stubbed my toe. Are you okay? Oh, no. Okay, I'm okay. <laughs> the amount of times I've heard you go like, ooh, ooh, no. from all your injuries over the years. No, it's always <laughs> the same toe that I break, yeah. too. This is my luck to have, like, a hurt, te- a hurt teammate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she won't be able to get in the zone. Okay. <laughs> all right, Lisa. Let's go. What's the first word that comes to mind when I say tent? Camp. Yeah, camping. We'll go with that. Yes. 25 bucks off and running. What's the first word that comes to mind when I say laces? Shoes. Yeah. Woo! 50 bucks. Great start. What would you spend $1,000 on? Oh, I don't even know. I would definitely spoil myself, my daughter, my mom. Oh, that's so sweet. Teddies. Yes. I love that idea. I'm coming. Well, let's go then. 
What's the first word that comes to mind when I say bank? Money. Yep, girl. Speaking of money, we're at $75. The last two could be tricky oh, here. Oh, don't do this to us. No, she's got it. She's got it. Kendra, I don't know. What's the first word that comes to mind when I say yellow? Mm, there's two words, Ryder. There are two words. <sighs> what would Kendra say? I'm going to go with <sighs> submarine. <laughs> Is that wrong? Is it wrong? I thought you were right when you started making that word. Sun is what she went with. Oh, no. Oh, my heart just stopped a little bit. That sucks. Somehow I thought she got that one for you. I also was thinking banana. Mm Mm-hmm. But in my mind. I was thinking banana, too. But I was like, Kendra wouldn't say that. The right answer is color. Yeah. Well, Come on. Cool. Yeah, okay. I'm right, very better. intrigued to see what all of our listeners came up with. Text in what you said after Ryder said yellow. We can still make it 100 bucks here. Please, please. What's the first word that comes to mind when I say seven? Seven? Yes. Number? <laughs> 11? Is that what she said? Yeah, it was oh, 11. My heart. <laughs> my heart is aching for you. <laughs> yeah, 75 no, bucks, Kendra. Good game. Thank you so much. Have a great Friday, you guys. Yeah, you, you too, too, girl. What a, a sweetheart. That was a fun game. Now she can get maybe a manicure with that much yeah. money. Honestly, <laughs> I got, got my nails done the other day. I was like, I'm sorry, what? How much? Really? Why hey? is it so expensive? Crazy. Anyway. You should go to my girl. Who's your girl? The girl that does mine. She's great. I'll tell you about her later. You don't go to anyone. <laughs> it's quite obvious with those cuticles. Your Ouch. next chance to play is on Monday. I'm just kidding. At 7.50 a.m. This is a bold musical thought that I have that it's fairly easy to write a hit country song. And I know that's going to have a lot of like people that love country music upset. I just find the lyrics to be quite often about similar things. And they like they really take the easy route with their rhyme schemes. Yes. I don't know. So we just talked about how Morgan Wallen released a new album today that has 36 songs on it. And Ryder's convinced that it's proving he can, my point. Yeah, like he can put 36 songs on there because they probably took two minutes to write each. We're going to put Ryder to the test. Yeah. We've got some. What was that? I'm just getting into my country. Oh, got it. OK. Like aura. We've got some country music just off YouTube. It's not like I have a guitar in here or anything, but he had three minutes to write a quote-unquote hit country song. Let's do it. Listen, I haven't even heard the music yet that's going to go along with my lyrics, and it'll still work. Okay. Yeah. This is called Dusty Eyes. <laughs> is it from a dirt road? Mm-hmm. thought so. Oh, there's already lyrics. What the... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, that didn't work. Okay. Let's try this one. Okay. Yeah. Is it still going to work for Dusty Eyes, though? I don't know. Yeah. Okay. I was waiting for <laughs> lyrics again. <laughs> yes. Oh, no! <laughs> I guess three minutes isn't enough time. <laughs> yeah, let's try this one. 
Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I shouldn't have left you in charge of finding the country song. You have Lisa. to search the term instrumental. Do you have the word instrumental up? I had acoustic, but you're no, right. No, need instrumental. Acoustic, obviously, that's going to be people singing. All right. Instrumental. Here we go. Thank you for the tip. The that actually did totally saved us here. Yeah, it did. Let's go. Dusty Eyes by Ryder. I can feel the tears rolling down my face. Watching you drive away from this place. I would give anything to get you to stay, but there's something pulling you away. Now, I could blame the pain for the tears running down my face, but instead I'll blame the lack of rain. That dusty road you're traveling down is kicking up dirt. It's leaving me hurt and it's making me cry. These sore, dusty eyes. Where's the chorus? Dusty eyes, <laughs> dusty eyes. That's what's making me cry. <laughs> it's not that you're leaving this beautiful life. It's these dusty eyes. See? Track number 35 really on Morgan Wallen's new album. Probably took less time to write than that just did. I love that you didn't have a chorus. And the beat was, it was up. ramping up, so you just repeated the name of the song over and over again. <laughs> that was absolutely fantastic. Okay, so text in now. Quick poll. Was that as good as a Morgan Wallen song? Yeah, Would you listen to Ryder's Spotify playlist if it was his new album? Should I make it available for download? Being in the public eye and being a sex symbol can be tough. Trust me. <laughs> right? <laughs> but no, the latest quote-unquote daddy in Hollywood is Pedro Pascal. Yeah. From The Mandalorian. He was in Narcos. He was also in, honestly, he was in an episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, but he was very young back then. And of course, The Last of Us is the latest. Do you wish you would have known how in love you were with him? Because he's your new like celebrity crush by a long shot. Do you wish you would have known when he was filming here in Edmonton? That uh, that you liked him this much, yes. so maybe you could have like offered up, I don't know, a room <laughs> for him to stay with you. Yeah, maybe he is forty-seven. Okay, not that that's too old, mm -hmm. but it's older, that's for sure. Sure. Every time he's on the red carpet, he's asked, "How do you feel being a daddy?" Hey, listen, listen to all these uh, thirsty people's tweets about you. And I think it's getting to a point where he's uncomfortable. Listen to him talking about people that are obsessed with him. Pero qué le pasa a la gente que le gusta un viejo como yo? No entiendo. ¿Qué ha pasado culturalmente? ¿Cómo puede pasar todo esto? Que se 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 enfocan en Harry Styles. He answered that in Spanish. That's all you had for the audio. Yeah, he said, "What's wrong with people who like an old man like me? I don't understand what's happened culturally. Focus on Harry Styles." And then he laughs. Sorry, I just really like when he. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. There's an art exhibition happening tomorrow that you might find very interesting. Yes, so it starts at 10 a.m. It only goes till noon, but it's showcasing some amazing and talented artists with Down syndrome. So we have some special guests here in studio. Including one of the artists. Yes, the wonderful Jordan Grace is here. Mm -hmm. And Jordan Grace, we want to play a game of this or that with you. Uh, Lisa, fire away. What do you prefer, 
pizza or chicken nuggets? Pizza. Polka dots or stripes? Stripes. Mom's cooking or dad's cooking? Dad's cooking. Excuse me? (laughs) (laughs) Cleaning your room, having to clean your room, or play outside? Play outside. Good pick. And last but not least, who would you rather hang out with, Ryder or Lisa? Ryder and Lisa. Both of us? I knew you were going to say that, and I was so excited. Good job. Good luck with your art exhibition tomorrow. We love you. We're so proud of you. And we love your artwork. You should be very proud of yourself. Thank you. Love you. I love love you you too. too. We are joined by the wonderful Maria, who runs a very popular Instagram account, 321 underscore blessed underscore mom. So 321 blessed mom. And you advocate a lot with your daughter being the main focus, who has Down syndrome. There's a very exciting event happening tomorrow here in the city. Can you give us some details on that? Yes, it's an art exhibit that we are going to showcase 21 artists with Down syndrome. And each one created their own special beautiful art, including Jordan Grace, my daughter. It's to bring awareness to Down syndrome. And World Down Syndrome Day is on March 21st. It is always celebrated. Honestly, it's a huge holiday in our home. And it's celebrated on March 21st because of the three copies of the 21st chromosome that they have. Okay. Isn't that cool? Yeah. And so um, we wanted to bring awareness to Edmonton and show them what amazing people, people with Down syndrome are. Yeah. You know? And Jordan Grace actually has a painting in this. Can you tell us about that? Okay. So she painted the karyotype. It shows all the chromosomes and it shows specifically the special one, which is 21 with the three copies and it's in blue. (laughs) Where can people check out this free event in the city tomorrow, Maria? At Studio Yeg Art. So that's 13B Fairway Drive, and it's between 10 and noon p.m. March 4th. Go check it out. Go support it. And go give Maria and Jordan Grace and the rest of their wonderful family a follow on Instagram, 321 underscore blessed underscore mom. Thanks, guys. Talking with Mike, the owner of World Floor Coverings, who sell, supply, and install carpet, hardwood, vinyl plank, tile, whatever you're looking for. They work with home builders to rental companies to retail customers. But what makes you guys different? I think what makes us different is our approach to the industry. We've got a relatively young group. You know, we focus on our our culture. We like to think that, uh, you know, when people come in, they they feel the love and, and enjoy the process so that it's enjoyable because there's enough stuff in life that's not super fun. And if you can like finish a flooring renovation, which can be stressful and painful sometimes um, at the end, be like, that was actually pretty awesome. Those guys were great. The installers were great and uh, great experience. And then you get a customer for life. So that's kind of our, our thing. World floor coverings on Instagram. Yes. Facebook, you got everything. Yes, TikTok, we're we're getting on there, but mostly Instagram is you'll see a lot of our new installations, some of our finished products, some stuff that's going on in the showroom, new stuff that's coming out, trends. Yeah, and then we have some fun with it too. So it's just a, it gives you a good indication of of who we are and what we do. What's your location here in Edmonton? Ninety two oh six fifty one Ave. So we're in the Bruin Center, right wedged in between Primetime Donair and Fife and Deckel. So just like, living the dream. Yeah, <laughs> no kidding. Honestly, everything you need is right there. There's a liquor store too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys are doing my kitchen renovation. Very thankful to have you on it. And one of the things I've really liked is anytime I go into the shop to figure things out, you have an interior designer in-house. 
uh, that's there to offer some assistance. And we're lucky enough to have her in the studio. Lauren, are you ready for some questions? I'm very thankful to have you guys doing my kitchen renovation. And one of the things I've really liked is you have an interior designer in-house that's always willing to help. And we're lucky enough to have her in the studio with us. Lauren, are you ready for some questions? Yes. If you could give our listeners some tips on what not to do if they're in the middle of renovations, if they're thinking about it, what is out? Okay, that is a loaded question because I feel like when you're doing a renovation, you're obviously working with so many existing things in your house. You've already Mm -hmm. got kitchen cabinets, countertops, you've got all of your furnishings already. So unless you're changing everything, you definitely need to work with what's in there. And you're the one that has to live in your home and you have to love it. But for me personally, I am not a fan of gray flooring. I like warm gray or those like creamy brown tones. I definitely think those um, natural elements are super in right now. But and like here the to ashy stay. gray, you're like, Ooh, blue gray. Like blue get, gray's blue's out. Blue's got to go. Okay. Yeah. Mike's going to hate me for saying this, but I am a really big fan of like really large scale tile or a little bit smaller. So a lot of builders you'll see doing that 12 by 24. It has its place, but to bring your house from looking builder grade to a little bit more custom, I would say go up to that 24 by 24 or smaller like you guys are in your renovation to like that four by nine, um, two and a half by 10. um, Always a fun size for that. Is carpet still a very good choice for what it's used for? It definitely has its place in the house, too. Uh, I would say for the renovations we're doing, especially basements or um, second floors, bedroom stairs, where you see it the most, um, it's pretty 50-50 on who's switching to hard surface and who's keeping carpet. Mm. I think it just depends how you live in your space. Um, If you have young kids, carpet's a really great option in your basement. It's a lot warmer. It's a lot softer. It's not slippery on stairs. It's definitely the most cost-effective option to do, so that's something to consider as well. And it feels better to land on when you're doing like a double backflip off your bed. Yeah, for kids or if you've too, like right? had way too many drinks and you fall down the that's stairs. True. Yeah. Not d- the kids. It doubles as, as a bed, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Uh, so world floor coverings. Go bug Lauren. Go bug Mike. Go check them out and then get a sandwich at Fife and Deckel. And pie. <laughs> and a slice, yeah. The Rider and Lisa Replay. Brought to you by Action Furnace. Fixed right or it's free. Play 107.